Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Hey guys, College Football Info back in session. And why not make some money while you're doing all this, when you're watching all these games? Go to mybookie.ag and enter the promo code armchair and get your first deposit bonus. Drop it in 100, you got 100 back as well to play with. My bookie's been in business for years. They got a lot of great reviews. They also have a mobile site that's easy to use, so you can bet on the go. And if even you, you miss a bet, you can go you, know, you can go in and make a live bet. You can still bet on that same game if you miss that window. You can bet on fantasy points. They have all kind of props you can use. So check it out, guys. Go to mybookie.ag. You win, you bet, you win, you get paid. All right, guys. This is Bud Harris here on the Panther Rants podcast. Coming to you live from Pittsburgh. I'll be back in Houston tomorrow, it looks like, because the airports have reopened. Uh, the flooding has subsided, so I won't be stranded here. And I'll get to go back and see my kids. But um, I had to come up here for a funeral. And, you know, given a lot of our things are happening, I'm glad I came up for it. I almost didn't make it up here and... If I didn't, I would have had a lot of regrets. You know, my, I we said goodbye to my best friend of 38 years. So I mentioned him. So for all those who send you know, your comments on Twitter, hey, thanks, thank, thanks for all that. And for a lot of you who are you know who've dealt with this, you know, my thoughts are with you guys as well. My friend was diagnosed in February with stage four lung cancer, and back in you know mid mid June around Father's Day. It looked like it supposedly he was in the clear and he was out bike riding and things were good. Then like maybe two weeks later, supposedly he started falling and his motor skills got really bad. And, you know, he found a brain tumor and they were doing everything they could to shrink it. But overall, they he had, he had made too much to live. And I know I talked to him when I came, you know, when I went to see him, he wasn't the same person. And obviously, you know, he was, he could talk, but he just, he just was just, you know, out of it. And when I came home, you know, there was the El Paso shooting and he was texting me, making, asking me if I was all right. But I asked him how treatment was and he said that he was done. I guess the way, you know, he was done and the doctor told him a few more weeks and Talked to him a few more weeks, and that was that. So really, then and there, he told me that you know he did all he could, and he was just gonna live it out. And you know, the week a week before he died, he went into he went to uh, Lancaster because that's where his daughter lives now. She's ten years old, and or nine. He's yeah, she's nine or ten years old. He went to go um, see her. You know, spent you know. I mean, the trip obviously was a lot, but you know, we raised money for them to be able to rent a car and go out there and. You know, and a week later, after her birthday, he was on a ventil- you know he was an ICU on a ventilator, and um, that, you know, in the next Saturday morning, I got the call that he was you know he passed away. And you know, later that day, I got to um, take my youngest child to the park, and a kid introduced himself, and they played. 
and that's how me and him met as you know growing up you know we lived you know all all next to each other that's how we met and you know our friendship still spanned and as we got older sometimes you lose contact with each other but when you got together it was you know you had that we had that friendship where it didn't matter how how long it's been since we've seen each other we we sat down as almost if we didn't we saw each other two days ago And, you know, the funeral wasn't too bad. I mean, funeral homes are nice places. As Michael told me, funeral homes are nice places to, they're very nice places, but they're places you really want to avoid going to. And hopefully, you know, in terms of my, you know, a lot of my friends, I hope I don't have to do this for another 20 years. You know, and then a lot of people are, you know, are still shocked that he's gone and, you know, with a loved one, that's what, that's what's going to happen. I mean, the worst part about it is seeing his daughter upset. I mean, she's she's handled it really well, and she's a spin image of him. And you know, she has all of his mannerisms. But I just hope that you know, you know, his memory carries on. And obviously, he's gone, but he's going to send reminders that he's that he's still around. And that's what a lot of people do when they're gone. They 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 may be gone physically, but they're not gone from you, you know, spiritually. And they're always going to send you reminders that they're still there. So let's get to some other stuff now. Let's get the pit. Uh, they're, they're coming, they have come off that 1710 loss to uh, State College. They got Central Florida this week, as we all know, who's coming off a 45-27 drubbing of Stanford in a game where they were up 3-8-7 at halftime. Now, as far as Central Florida goes, they're they're really good. Obviously, their two wins were against Florida Atlantic and Stanford, but Stanford's just a bad team. I mean, they they lost to South Southern Cal with their backup quarterback because their starter went down. I just think Stanford's just a shitty team, and they're obviously a lot slower than um, Central Florida. Central Florida is obviously the best team in the state of Florida because the Gators, Florida Gators are, you know, are mediocre. Florida State sucks and so does Miami. Then you got the, the Misfits, Florida Atlantic and Florida International. And there's South Florida who's kind of trained downward mainly because of, well, Charlie Strong. But as far as Central Florida goes, obviously this is a nightmare match for Pitt. Because Central Florida's offense is going to leave Pitt's uh, secondaries on an island because they spread they spread us out, and our quarterback Dylan Gabriel is a lot better than last year's quarterback. I mean, this guy is very accurate. When he's pressured, he doesn't scramble right away. He'll he he utilizes as much space as he can get, and he will find that open receiver. The guy's accurate. He knows where he can find. Where he knows where the the mismatch will be, which is going to make our lives miserable for uh, sixty minutes. So what what can Pitt do? They can do similar what they did to Penn State last week, as you know, Sean Clifford stepped back in the step back in the pocket early in the game. Pitt hit him out of nowhere and knocked the ball loose and pretty much set the set the tone for that game. Pitt's going to have to pressure Gabriel. I mean, the, the guy's a freshman. 
They got to make him quivering at his knees, basically. Make him hesitant. Basically, they're going to have to make him scared is what they're going to have to do. They're going to have to scare him. Because if they don't, he's going to find ways. He's going to find whoever is losing the battle in the secondary. And our lives will be miserable. So Pitt's going to have to win the battle at the last scrimmage on offense and defense. Pitt's going to have to move the ball like they did last week. They're going to have to win the time of possession battle again. And which means Kane Pickett's going to have to, you know, make the throws like they did last week. But on top of that, they got to run the ball because they really haven't. To our, you know, they haven't done all that well. And part, you know, not so much because of the running backs because they really nobody's really stood out. But they need they need run blocking. The run blocking has been bad. Because when when you have bad run blocking, you can't have a good play action, as we saw on third and goal against Penn State before that disastrous you know field goal attempt. The play was there. The receiver was. I mean, the the back was open in the end zone. We had him fooled, but for some reason we couldn't block him, and Pickett had to get the ball. <laughs> had to get rid of the ball. We give Pickett at least two more seconds, or you know, the, to get rid of that ball. We're tied up at State College. So basically, guys, this is a short podcast. I'm just going to give you the cliff notes of it. Uh, check out dreambackfield.com. They have a really good preview of this. So, I mean, they they pretty much narrow it down. I mean, if you don't have an account with them, it's free. Just log in, set up, set up your username, and go check it out. They, just, they, they tweeted out this morning. It looks good. But you know what, guys? Pitt's got to be up and ready for this game at 3.30. And after the game, you may have to be up and ready. So go to BlueChew.com. Use a promo code armchair and get a free free supply of chewable of a chewable Viagra Cialis on us. All you can do is pay the 5 bucks for shipping. It's got the same ingredients as Viagra and Cialis, but it's chewable, so it works a lot faster. So you want that cathedral to be up and up and going? Extra lights? Go to bluechew.com and check it out. You know, it just yeah, I don't have a um I don't have anything creative for for that live or ad read and And yeah, this is a short podcast because I really don't have much to talk about today. It's, I really haven't been buried in sports too much. Because I'm in my, you know, I got my flu in flu Wednesday. I had to get ready for uh, the wake, and then I had then from nine a.m. to till about two o'clock. I had the funeral, the funeral, and of course the the banquet, and then of course we had you know a, a you know kind of a celebration of life in Gervosburg where you know I got to see my friend's giant liquor collection where he had so many freaking bottles. I mean that was one. He also has the big his spice collections even more, a lot more bigger. He has tons of spices. I mean, the guy's a hoarder. But uh, if you know, also check out uh, Pizza Company's uh, Draft House on on Main Street, Munhole. It's basically a bar underneath the pizza actual Pizza Company. It's a really nice, really nice setup. The only problem is there's no phone reception. But the food is good. 
I mean, I got the Untouchable, which is basically the permanganate sandwich with seasoning on it because actually it tastes a lot better than a permanganate sandwich. I mean, the, once you have this, this Untouchable, and you get a permanganate, the permanganate will taste so freaking bland. But yeah, guys, go go check them out there on Main Street and Home. They got a whole bunch of drafts on tap. And that's been, that seems to be a new thing with all these pizza places. Now they're adding little draft areas. You know, I think Minio's has beer now. They serve it. Freaking Alias has a little bar. I'm not sure about Napoli's. Napoli's used to have an actual bar. Then the bar burnt down, I remember. And then they, um,. They just had that little um, shop, but they did—they did have beers there because you can even you buy buy a beer and you can drink it there. That was a good thing about Napoli's. But look at the rest of the games. Last night, Houston and Tulane kicked off, and the Holgerson era is not looking too good right now. They—they they were beating the stuff Tulane, and when I woke up, Tulane won on a last second touchdown pass, and it was really—I don't know how the hell they won that, but. The Holger Snare is off to a bad start, and I'm sure he's I'm think I'm sure he's dying plenty of Red Bulls right now, and if it, by probably by in the season, he'll be maybe mixing some vodka or whatever with them because he play they played two good games against Oklahoma and Washington State, and you know maybe they just took Tulane a little too lightly. I don't know, but that's just a par for the course for Houston. Look at the rest of the games. ACC, Boston College and Rutgers. Boston College won that one. Rutgers just isn't good. BC's eight-point favorite. Syracuse and Western Michigan. The Q's should win that one. Wake Forest and Elon. Wake is a 27-point favorite. Obvious winner there. Appalachian State, North Carolina. This over and under on this is 58. And I'm, I don't know. This game might be high scoring. Appalachian State is quick. They love to score points. North Carolina's minus two and a half on this, but I don't, I, I I really wouldn't take this game too lightly. Louisville and Florida State. I think Florida State wins this one. I, I, I on paper I would like Louisville, but I don't know. I think uh, after the seven point loss to uh, Virginia, I think Willie gets these guys ready this week. Plus we're at home. Miami and Central Michigan. Miami should win this one easily. Well, you hope. I mean, they have no choice. They're 20, they're 20 half point favorites. Old Dominion, Virginia, this should be, I don't know. ODU is not one of those teams that gives teams, you know, P5 teams a hard time. They're playing against Virginia. They can score. And UVA is a 20 half point favorite in this one. And I really don't see them covering that, to be honest. Boston, NC State, I think. NC State recovers from what, that the discipline loss last week. Clemson, Charlotte, Clemson should win that one easily. They're fit. They're forty-one and a half point favorites. Looking around the rest of the uh, top twenty-five tonight, we got Utah and USC. The U should win this one. It's at USC though, but still it doesn't really matter. But but supposedly, if Clay Helton doesn't win this game, he's going to be gone. I just think USC has a lot of dysfunction in their program right now. And if I'm Clay Helton, I welcome the buyout. Go get your contract bought out and go enjoy the free money and 
go go hang on the beach for the rest of the football season. That's at least what I would do. Boise State at home against Air Force. I like Boise in this one. And for the rest of the top 25 on Saturday, Bama should hammer old Miss, uh, Southern Miss. LSU and Vanderbilt. Um, this should be, this is an intriguing one. LSU's 24-point favorites, but it's, a, it's at Vanderbilt, so they're coming off a big win against Texas. Could be a letdown here. They may win, but I don't think it's, it's – they may have a hard time. Florida and Tennessee – I think Florida wins this one. They're they're you know Florida's you know Tennessee's a train wreck. Michigan Wisconsin the the fighting Paul Christ against you know Har- Harbaugh Michigan. I like I like Wisconsin this one. I think Paul Christ runs uh, three three line three three fullbacks and wins this one. Texas A and M and Auburn. I like A and M in this one. It's in College Station. A lot of good matchups this weekend, guys. I mean, there's some good good ones, especially early afternoon. Texas, Oklahoma State. That's tonight. That's Saturday night, seven thirty. That's gonna be another. That's gonna be a really good game. Then we got Notre Dame and Georgia. Now this is a big one because both these guys are undefeated. Georgia, Notre Dame is seventh ranked. Georgia, third ranked. This could determine who gets into the college football playoff. There's, so there's a lot of implications on this game. It's at Georgia, and I like I like Georgia at home. If this was at you know South Bend, I I go with Notre Dame. But I think Georgia pulls this one off. And of course, we've got the Pac-12 after dark: Arizona State and Colorado. I think Arizona State wins that one. Herm Edwards, I don't know. He's not doing too bad so far, but, you know, we'll see. It's early. Washington State, UCLA, friggin' the pirate himself. He'll win that one easily. But anyways, guys, this is it for me. Enjoy the rest of your weekend. I'll talk to you guys probably on Monday or Tuesday. Hello, Pitt. Let's beat Central Florida.